Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and drinking this much beer would be childish. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. And we're the Drunk Guys. And this week we are reading The Little Prince by a guy's name I can't pronounce. Antoine de Saint-Azupoli. Sure, why not? We're drinking Evil Twin Brewing's uh, thing I don't know how to say, which is a dull dry hopped double India pale. And Nate, what the fuck are those words? It is. It is. That's not English. Speak uh, American. Sassine pa un... Yeah, Sassine Nespa, A-N-E style IPA, New England style IPA. Nespa. Nespa. Does that mean this is not a New England IPA? This is not a New England style IPA. This is not, Which I'm assuming is a reference to that famous painting by, yeah, Magritte. Yeah, I think it's Magritte. I think it's Magritte. You know, say Nespa un peep, where actually it is a drawing of a pipe. So, But it's not a real pipe, it's a drawing of a pipe. That's a joke. I saw a really funny thing online where it was like the Super Mario green pipe. <laughs> so that, <laughs> I think I saw that too, yeah. It's good. Anyway, this is a New England style IPA for sure. He lied. He's oh. an evil twin, I guess it makes sense. This is delicious, by yep. the way. Mm-hmm. Evil nice. twin makes about 700 IPAs a year, I think. That guy must be really busy. I, don't, I think he just kind of, and I don't, he's not doing the brewing. It's not like he's yeah, pouring still. a bag of hops into a kettle. I think he just comes up with a verse like, how about I try about, uh, about this? And then he has, you know, somebody makes it, and he's like, great, that's a beer. I don't want to ever do that one again. Let's do another beer. How about uh, we add uh, raspberry to it and oats? Yeah, okay, cool. Let's give it a name. How about we call it... Uh, and then like, some of them have like sentence-long names, as we've had in the past. All right, so this is a, a very nice New England-style IPA, I imagine. Mm-hmm. It's hoppy and dank as fuck. It is. It's, it's lovely. Not super bitter. It's nice. Very nice. No, thankfully. And you'll probably never see it on the shelf again. Yeah, that's the problem with these. <laughs> Sorry. But the names are great. So They're going to run out of sentences eventually. <laughs> Full paragraphs are next. <laughs> The Little Prince. The Little Prince is a, it's like one of the best-selling novels of all time. Is it a novel? A hundred and thirty million copies have been sold. That's a fuckload of people buying this book. It's been translated into, you know, every language. Yeah. Nearly. What's it about exactly? It's about a magical little man. Prince. He was a little guy. (laughs) This book is about Prince. Yes. I think I saw, I swear I saw a version, like a joke picture online of the cover, but a tiny picture of Prince instead of a kid. (laughs) That's pretty fair. (laughs) (laughs) On a little asteroid. Yeah. Yeah, Prince Prince. Just like the people of France, uh, the little prince wore a raspberry beret. (laughs) It's Prince. How long have you been preparing these? Uh, I haven't, actually. This is, I'm just the vessel. They just come for me. (laughs) Okay. Because if I had planned more out, I'd probably be, you know, ready to party like it's 1989 here. God damn it. All right. So what is it? Actually, it's a little prince. Sure. He's, I mean, he's a little dude. I don't really no, say actually, he's a prince. Well, it starts with the man. So it starts with the, the narrator who, first he talks about how, he, he <laughs> we talk to draw. about the overall message. It has something to do with adults losing their sense of imagination and they just become boring, stupid, stupid people when yeah. they become adults and that only children have a real sense of what's important. But anyway, here's what actually happens. The, the, the narrator, he talks about as a kid, he, the first thing he ever tried to draw was a boa constrictor that had just eaten an elephant, but whole, because he read that boa constrictors eat things whole. So anyway, he showed his, showed his drawing to people, like adults, and they said, oh, that's a hat. And he said, that's not a hat. Anyway, so showing that... Hat. Yeah, right. Showing... <laughs> <laughs> that's like, that's not a hat. like, that's not a hat. It's an elephant inside a boa constrictor. Here, let me show you. And then he draws an elephant, and people are like, wow, yes, that's weird. Cross-section. And his life clearly only got weirder. French kids that. are weird. <laughs> We. <laughs> anyway, then literally chapter two, he's an adult, he's a pilot, and he's crashed in the desert. Which is maybe slightly based on the real man. 
because the, the, real, the real dude really so, was a famous pilot. He, didn't he die in a plane crash? He disappeared. Yeah. He like sailed out over the ocean and never returned. So he probably died in a plane crash. Because <laughs> planes were just cardboard with propellers on them back then. It was like well, World War I, right? No, 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 no World, World War II. II. Okay. It's basically, still, I mean, they didn't really have an Air Force in World War I. So they were very little one. It was like a plane where you'd have to like light the bomb with like a like a yeah. black bomb with a wick sticking out of it, <laughs> and you'd like drop it. It's like you'd let go of the steering wheel long enough to do that. Or you like, I mean, in the early days, like you held a rifle and tried to shoot. Yeah, literally, with it. the co-pilot in the back in the in the back seat would be holding a shotgun, and it would just take shots at the other planes as they flew by each Fantastic. other. Fantastic. Why did they think this was an efficient course of action? <laughs> Worked at I least mean, a couple times. Yeah, no, it, it totally worked, and <laughs> we're definitely going to do a book on World War One in the near future. So, or and or, or past. We've already done it. Or we've already done it. We have no idea when this is going to come out. So, <laughs> anyway. So yeah, he's in the desert, hanging out, and, and he's trying to fix his airplane because his airplane is not crashed. Clearly, he was able to it land. Sputtered out. Yeah, sputtered out, and he's landed, and he's trying to fix his airplane when this very little boy, man, thing, man, boy. Calling himself a prince. <laughs> calling himself a prince shows up and just starts saying, draw me a sheep. Like, boom, no. Hello, my name is. No. What are you doing here? Oh, no. So the little bastard wants things, and he's like, hey, give me those things. This is Gimme Gimme Pineapple Mango from the Killsboro Brewing Company. Is a, oh, God, dessert sour with lactose and vanilla bean. That sounds potentially if this, interesting. If this wasn't sour... I bet this would be the most delicious thing in the world. Just but because yourself. it's sour. Oh my! <laughs> I'm not. Oh god! Just, br- just smell it first instead of sipping it, and then maybe that'll count as the first terrible sip. So you I know what's happening. I don't like the smell at all. But somehow sipping that, uh, smelling it, prepared me to sip it. Oh, you do get like oat and vanilla. That's not that bad. Okay, first sip, definitely very tart. It's not bad. It's kind of growing on me. More so than most sour beers do. The, the, you know, uh, once again, the second one is a little better. The smelling didn't help. It's not bad. I kind of like the second half of the taste, if you know what I mean. But the first half is still just like, the, like really tart. After, mm-hmm. it's, there's something in there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like it. It's not bad, but I don't like it. I don't get the mango, right? Pineapple mango or something, isn't this? I don't, get I don't any taste that. any fucking pineapple. You know, I think, well, all the sugar is gone, clearly. Because it's just so tart. It's got a weird funk to it. I was actually recently in a Belgian brewery. I was at Kention, which is a very famous uh, Lambic producer, which is a sour beer. And the guy said on the tour, he's like, you know, people kind of misunderstand and they think fruit tastes are sweet. But if you take the sugar out of it... They're very tart, yeah. They're not, they're not sweet anymore. So, you know, like when you get a framboise or whatever, it... Tastes tart and gross, and you're like, but there's also like essence of raspberry here. I guess we're getting the same effect here with the pineapple and the mango. I never really thought about that for fruit beers, especially sour ones, because the sour yeast will eat goddamn anything. And then there's no sugar left. Precisely. So it's just the bad parts of the fruit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't like that. Uh, if I, this is your thing, if you're like really into sours, people might fucking love it. It's an interesting sour. I kind of, I kind of do like it. It's different. I, maybe it's the lactose. I don't know. There's, there's like a weird. It's like a, it's maybe a textural thing. Lactose also. adds like a body to it. It's got it's more it's more creamy, silky than thick. Yeah, nice and thick, girthy. It's a girthy. So little prince, he's like drawing me pictures of shit, and the man's like, "Hey, he doesn't Kinda say busy. where the fuck did you come from, kid?" And no, he's like, "All right, let me draw a picture of a shitty sheep." He draws him several pictures of sheep that aren't very good. 
But the kid likes them, right? Like he finds something interesting about each sheep. He doesn't like them. He criticizes them for something? Until he gets to the, the man gets exasperated and draws just an empty box with little or holes in it. And then it's says... A, it's a box that but, might have something. But tells him, oh, your sheep is in the box. And then the, and then the, and then the little oh, prince sorry. is like, oh, that's exactly what I wanted. That's so amazing. Thank you. It's what? Like, what? Schrodinger sheep. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, then the little prince, he's like, so where are you from? And he's from, I'm from another planet. A very tiny one. They're all tiny little planets, apparently. Yeah. Uh, I have something for this. <laughs> I have something for this. Tiny planet? This is going to be a quick episode. Uh, I mean, this book is stupid. <laughs> People like this book. I don't know why. So, so this says space. And, and 50% of the title has to do with the book. Because there's space. And actually, it's in King, space. It's King's County, and little princes sometimes become kings. It's an IPA, but a very light one, sessionable, mm-hmm. crushable. It's in the four and a half percent range or something like that, under five. It's pretty nice, though. Yeah, this, see, I like it. versus reaching for a shitty beer after mowing the lawn, this is the kind of thing I would go for. Yeah. It actually tastes like Corona, you mean? Well, yeah. It's a cool beer. All right, so. So then nice. the little prince decides to tell him about being from another planet. Now, he keeps saying the word planet, but it actually means a very small asteroid that happens to be. He doesn't conform to. Uh, Astronomy, no, for sure. Um, norms. So uh, I'm just trying to educate the listener. It's <laughs> like you got to not think planet here because it's literally call it. It's literally called asteroid 325. I was thinking of the planet that Jesus lives on in the Colob. Co- yeah, Cobalt or something like that. Colob. 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 The yeah. Mormon Mormon God. That's God lives on that. Oh, it's well, maybe Jesus lives there too. Now. I mean, I don't know if he's the same guy from Mormons. And jo- John Smith. No, what's his name? Joseph Smith. Joseph, Joseph Smith. Smith. Yeah, he lives there too. Probably, it's maybe. a big planet. That's too cool. It's bigger than Little Prince's Planet, for sure. Little Prince's Planet is a shitty asteroid. No, B612. That's, that's what it's called. Nate had almost none of that. <laughs> it's called Asteroid 325. Actually, <laughs> it's B612. None of the numbers. <laughs> and there's no B in Asteroid. When an astronomer discovers one of these, he does not give it a name, but only a number. He might call it, for example, Asteroid 325. That's the page I was looking at. Mm, all right. Turns out. You were looking at the wrong page. The next page. I have, I have serious reason to believe that the planet from which the Little Prince came is asteroid, is the asteroid known as B612. All right. Fair enough. You're, you're, you're doing your due diligence and looking this crap up. But I, he lives on a tiny asteroid. But the thing, like, this part is, like, silly. I mean, this feels like a children's book at this, like, the whole book through, really, even though it's clearly meant for, I feel like it's meant I feel like it's for a, older people. I feel like it's a, a, a reaching children's book. Like, if you can read it, maybe kids don't really get it. They're not going to get the message, for sure. They're not going to get the message, but they enjoy the story. Sure. But the whole thing, like, let me add some semblance of verity to this by having a named asteroid in my I know, I think, good I feel like reason to kids, believe it. It's kids silly. get off on, like, goofy little sidetracks, shit like that. So, and the little asteroid is... I mean, this is kind of an important part because what's about to happen, he's going to go visit a bunch of other little asteroids. A little asteroid, imagine it's like, it's, it's really like 25 feet around. But yeah. yet it has enough, you know, gravity for... And an atmosphere. And he just kind of lives there by himself and he has to take care of it. Like he has to clean the, uh, clean, clean the volcanoes. Yeah, he's got three volcanoes. I think Once a one week. is dormant. Yeah. He's got to like chimney sweep them so they don't erupt. And he has one plant... It's a flower. He it's has a to, rose he has to, um, that he thinks is the most beautiful, amazing thing ever. He, he also has to uh, pull the weeds because they grow into baobabs, which is the largest tree in the world. And if you let them grow unchecked, they'll consume his entire planet. Are they the largest tree in the world? They're the fattest. They're the, they're the fattest. Have you ever seen them? I guess it's like redwoods and baobabs. But uh, what about um, 
You're thinking red, redwoods have an incredible mass to them, though. Yeah, I mean, the so redwoods are taller. But by bob-bobs by are, mass, redwoods are definitely the biggest. But what about sequoias? Isn't that so fucking ginormous? Redwoods tree? and sequoias are almost the same thing. They're like very, very closely related. But baobabs, they grow really, really fat and wide, like twenty feet wide, but they're not that tall. And they have they're very, the very tiny the trees. Little, <laughs> trees. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> they have very tiny little branches, but they can yep. also live for like a thousand years or more. They grow in like the plains of Africa or some shit. Yep. It's fun to say, too. Baobab. I never knew how to say it. I, I was just looked at that word before. I was like, that's a baobab. So, mean, you might be right. I made it I, in my head. I, it's fun I, to say any way you say it. I have no idea. So I first read this book in sophomore year French class. And really, because I knew so little French at the time, it meant painstakingly try to translate it into English because I wasn't nearly at the point where you could like, you just read think on your, or read on your own? Well, I mean, we sort of... Kind of a little bit, but also not on my own. It would be sort of like, I would still have to work through it largely on yeah. my own. I read it in 11th grade in class, and we read it in class. And we like took it very slow. Sentence by sentence, like that yeah. sentence means blah, blah, blah. We, yeah. we did that kind of too, but we didn't do the whole book. We only did parts of it. Mm. And I remember, oh, and getting to this part and talking about the baobab trees. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Like, Yeah, the, I never the, heard of this kind of tree The before. thing is about that assignment, which is to read this book in high school level French is that you don't know if you're translating it correctly because it's words, so fucking, even the, if you do it perfectly, it's very weird. It's still weird. Like <laughs> you would think a sentence that makes sense. If you come out with a sentence that makes sense at the end, you'd go, aha, I must've done this correctly. But you look at this book and it still doesn't fucking make any sense. Anyway, it is, you know, uh, I remember that my teacher going like, you know, the baobab trees. So what? What the fuck is that? It doesn't come up before. Nope. Definitely not. Anyway. So he's on this little planet. But, and he has to like take care of it and clean it, but he's all by himself and he's clearly very childlike. He is, obviously. he's a, he's a, I mean, they say a little prince, like he's like a man, but he's, I mean, I got the vibe that he was a kid. Yeah. If you look at the cover, it's totally a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Like maybe 10 or 11 years old. Maybe younger even. Mm-hmm. He's so demanding and annoying. Well, on his planet, a year is, you know, God knows how long. He could be a thousand. <laughs> yeah. Technically, yeah, he can watch the sunset 44 times a day because it just, Keeps going around and around and around. But he lives there with this rose, and this rose is kind of a demanding bitch. Roses are a pain in the fucking ass to grow, actually. Well, his rose is, you know, sentient, first of all, so that's weird. But also, <laughs> it's kind of mean. True. And she's very vain. Which is, I imagine if roses were sentient, they would be kind of bitches. Also, kind of like the only woman character in the whole book. Uh, yeah. Yes. Right? Yeah. Mm, and was basically just very demanding and pitchy. I was like, mm, really? That's that's where you're going here? Well, they're French. They're French. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These croissants are not fresh enough. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> Get the fuck off my tiny planet. <laughs> so yeah, then he just magically travels to other planets because, you know, princes can do I that. I feel like he, it's, it's space. You just kind of hop, low gravity, just hop to the next one. Right. That's what, that's what the real prince did. He was like, I'm going to leave planet Paisley Park. and I'm going to hop over to the next one. I mean, Jehovah's it, Witness heaven. It's as likely as anything else with him. It's true. <laughs> so yeah, he hops. I mean, but the thing is actually, he doesn't really be a dick, but asteroids are really fucking far from each other. Yeah. Like life. whenever you watch a science fiction movie or read one and they're like, oh, I have to go to an asteroid field. That is not hard. No. They're like millions of miles apart from each other. <laughs> unbelievable distances. <laughs> it's, it's the reason why when NASA sends a space probe out, you know, to Pluto, 
they don't worry about hitting an asteroid on the they way pass because the, asteroid the, belt. the chances of passing through even like the asteroid belt between you know uh, Mars and Jupiter and stuff like that is so many asteroids still the chance of actually hitting one is you know it's basically not going to happen anyway so then the little prince goes to a bunch of other little asteroids that he calls planets and they all have one person living on them and they're each adults like they do you know that's kind of the thing they're they're grown-ups following grown-up logic but their logic doesn't actually make any sense because they live on this tiny little planet and they do one job and there's no one else on the planet but they you know so like oh i have to i have to light the lamps why do you have to light the lamps because then i have to put Wait, them we'll out. get to the lamp lighter later let's, let's just what's do the other guy, the guy works at the each. desk so first is the king and in the, the king, king we gotta have a beer for that, but I guess we don't. Um, and the king, the king, the, the king is weird. He's like, I can, I have complete, absolute power. I can, everyone obeys instantly. But as a king, it is my duty to only order people to do things they're already going to do. It's like so. He, he says it like roundaboutly. Like yeah, it's like for sure. it's, it's his way of rationalizing to himself like that nobody listens. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> like nobody listens to him, but he feels better. Like he orders it. And if nobody does it, it's like, well, I also order them not to do it or something like that. But there isn't anyone else. So yeah, it's just doesn't have anyone totally to order bizarre. around. And then they go to the planet with the conceited man who just um, wants him to tell him how awesome he is. Yeah. Tell me. And you're tell me I'm the greatest person on this planet, but you're the only person on this planet. Tell me anyway. Just as good. <laughs> yep. And then. Oh, chapter 12. The next planet was inhabited by a tippler. It's a drunk guy, right? Yep. That's a French term for a drunk guy. I could, we could drink to that. Let's have it's a French term. Let's have a beer. We uh, skipped the meaning of this one, but we can drink it now. Uh, this is called Trouble in Paradise, and this is from three the Three Stars Brewing Company, which is in Washington D.C. God damn it! It's a sour ale, with mango and guava. We're gonna learn what a guava <laughs> tastes like. Maybe not if it's always combined with mango and sour. Well, I chose this one because he leaves his planet because the rose is being a bitch. <laughs> it's Trouble in Paradise. It's trouble in Paradise. Hmm, maybe it's because I've had a few sour beers today. This one isn't as sour. It's not as, yeah, not as a... I think it is as sour. We're just getting used to it. Oh, God. We've crossed over. We have sour beer Stockholm Syndrome, (laughs) which is like associated... Yes, these beers are good. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) It's it's not bad. I I just, I'm... If if, if someone poured this into a cup and said, hey, try this fruit juice, it's like, it's carbonated? It's like, yes, but it's fruit juice. Like, okay, I'd believe it. If I didn't see the fucking can it came out of. It has like almost, I don't want to say sports drink, but like a soda, like, you know, like yeah. something like you could buy in a, and you certainly don't taste any alcohol. No. Probably I'm going to guess strong. five and a half or something like that. It just says trouble in Helsinki. We're on it for some reason. I don't really know why that says. It's about Trump. That's that's what it's about. Oh, oh, here you go. 6.5%. Oh, well. I think part of the problem for me, at least with the sour beers, is that sour beers tend to be expensive and I don't like to gamble. Like I'll, I'll pay a lot of money for a beer. I've certainly done it many times, not just for this podcast, but I will not, but at least I'll, I'll, I'll gamble that it's going to be worth it. Cause like if it's like, Oh, it's a double IPA. I'm like, that's $10 a can. Well, I usually like those. So it's probably going to be really good or, Oh, it's a bourbon barrel aged stout. Like I really fucking like those. I bet that's going to be, but when it's a sour beer and like, this is $11. Like I can't imagine a sour beer I'm going to like for 11 bucks. So I don't buy them. Yeah. It's a crapshoot. It's really, and it's, it's, I mean, I don't know what the odds are in crafts, but it's pretty slim. It's like the odds of hitting a fucking asteroid. <laughs> it's really low that I'm going to love a sour beer. Yeah. The best so far has been to say, that's actually pretty good. That's like my best response to a sour beer, I think. Mm-hmm. It's like a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, that's not bad, actually. I thought this was going to be like getting fucked in the mouth, but it's actually more like I, mean, I be, blow them with my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's, if it's more consensual. It's the same, it's the same <laughs> thing, but... 
from a different perspective. <laughs> it's, yeah. Sorry. It's the sellers. giving or receiving of mouth. Right. Well, it's more like the, re- the giving versus them taking. <laughs> so I never, when I'm at the store, they say sour ale or sour beer or kettle sour. I say, nah, I'm not going to chance it. Yeah, that's fair. My goal is to drink something. I, I mean, I don't, necessarily, I don't only drink to get drunk because what I do with you guys, it seems. But I drink beer because I like the taste of beer. Yeah. So I'll have, you know, on a day when I'm going to have some beers, I'll have three or four beers for the evening. So you don't get, you get a buzz or I shouldn't drive. And I don't, if you ask my parole officer, I don't drink that much and start doing stuff. But like, I don't want to waste a beer that I'm not going to even possibly like, you know? So like sour beer should be cheaper. That's if they were cheaper, I'd drink this more is, of them. This is our exploratory sessions. It is. There have been, we've had some fucking gems in the last five trillion beers that we've had. <laughs> so what happens with the prince next? So, okay. So here's the thing about the drunk. The drunk says, um, I am drinking. Why are you drinking? So that I may forget. Forget what? Forget that I am ashamed. Ashamed of what? Ashamed of drinking. Textbook vicious cycle. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then end of chapter. Boom. That's like the little stories that he does over and over again. How many chapters are in the book? I feel like there were like 50. Yeah, there were a lot. No, there's, there's, there's still a like a ton. He visits the businessman. Well, that guy was a dick. That guy was a dick. All I did was on a count. He, wanted to, he said he owned all the stars and he was counting them. It made him feel and rich. And he's like, well... Do you own them? It's like, well, no one else said they own them, so therefore I own them, because I said I did. And then he gets to the lamplighter. The lamplighter. Which doesn't make sense. Okay, so anyway, lamplighter, obviously this is a different time. His job is to put uh, light the lamp at dusk and to put the lamp out at daybreak. Like a street but lamp that's we're talking about. only two minutes in between those two things, His because he's on an asteroid. Tiny. Yeah, exactly. And then he just keeps doing it. And he's like, why do you light it? So I could put it out. Why do you put it out? So I could light it. And it's like stupid. Because it is my job. That's what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, that's what I do. What the fuck are you... What is your I'm job, a Prince? Lighter. And then he gets to the geographer. <coughs> I actually remember this chapter because it was my assignment. The class is broken up into groups, and my group's assignment was to, just to translate this chapter and then tell the rest of the class what happens in it, right? And so a bunch of groups, you can get through a bunch of the book. And remember this chapter because he kept... It's like, what the fuck is this word? Ephemer. Like, what the hell is that? Oh, it's ephemeral. What the fuck does that mean? I'm 15. I don't know anything. <laughs> so I was like, that's the problem with this book. It's like too difficult to both know what's happening in French and I don't even know what it was talking about in English, even when it was translated. I mean, geographer, the thing is about the geographer is that um, something about writing stuff down. He's a, he's a makes maps, but he needs someone to go explore it so he can make the maps. Right. So he, he doesn't does, do that part. He fucking does nothing. But then. explorers for an explorer don't write by. anything down, so he can't write down what they say because it's ephemeral, as he says. I keep saying that. Um, anyway, then he goes to Earth. He heard it's a great place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's literally in the middle of the desert. Is, is he, the guy crashes in the Sahara, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's from like, wasn't, is this guy from Algiers? Not, he was sounds that, way French. too French to but be. But f- that was a French colony. It was a French colony, yeah. But like I, Camus from Algiers. I, I th- well, okay, maybe right. Camus for the idiots. I did not know that, but I'm pretty sure he's from Algiers. Because it was a French colony till the 50s. Uh, I think there was some sort of conflict to get it liberated. I don't really know the history of that region. It was a brutal, brutal occupation and uh, civil war. Anyway, the little prince gets to Earth and he sees five million roses and realizes, wait, my one rose... Well, I mean, he realized, wow, my one rose was really stupid. No, he doesn't realize that. What he actually realizes is that my one rose was special because it was the only one. And then he meets a fox. He tames the fox, and doing so, he makes it very sad. Because he killed the savage beast within it? Something like when you tame something, you, like, let it in, or, like, you, oh, yeah, it, you learn, like, it, it learns to, like, something. need you. 
And then when you leave, or, I, don't, I forget. It made sense yeah, at the th- time. That's something that's going to definitely penetrate into the mind of a child. Uh, okay. And then? He means a bunch of weird Dumb. characters. A bunch of weird characters on Earth, too. But they're not quite as weird as the one in the, in the, the, the asteroids. Yeah. <laughs> But they're all like doing the same thing. They're 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 grown ups, right? And they're doing their job and they they're doing all, some they're monotonous tasks. And they're and every and every stupid question this little brat asks, they're like, Well, no, I have to do it because it's my job. Or is essentially what they because say. Because I'm a grown up, yeah. Because this is what I do. Why do you do it? Because I have to do it. Why do you have to do it? Because if I don't do it, then I can't do it. Because like, I'm a grown up. Yeah, it's yeah. just circular. It's, and mm-hmm. and he because he's a fucking dumb child. Children don't understand these kind of things. Like they'll just kind of keep going like the why that toddlers will ask you, yeah. Like, but why? And you'll go there forever. So adults just at a certain point go because because I said so, <laughs> and, or, or because that's the way it is, yeah. Or because you have to put on your fucking pajamas and go to sleep. <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna eat ice cream even though I told you we don't have any in the house because <laughs> <laughs> you're a kid and fuck you. Remember when I said you can't have cake today? I can. <laughs> it's no one's birthday, but this cake is for me. <laughs> Let's have beer. It's called Grandma's Purple Nipple. <laughs> why? It's, it's, it's exploding. Why, why did you get this one? Because it's made in France. Oh, okay. I don't think we ever had a French beer. It's pretty rare. I, when I went to the beer store, like the, the woman at Beer Town in uh, Queens, if you ever want to go there, um, they haven't given us anything for free. So don't, like, don't buy too much stuff. But they <laughs> 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 they, go, but don't buy anything until they give yeah, us stuff. Yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> it was like, so I, 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 Nate and I were talking about this earlier. And you go to sorry, you go to the beer store, and you're like standing there for 35 minutes. Most they people think go you're in, a weirdo, and you're like reading every label, and you pick up one bottle, and you hold it for a while, and then you walk over somewhere else, and you look at a can, and you like hem and haw, like no, not this can. That they and and I stand out as a big doofy looking man, and they're like, what's what's your deal, buddy? Did you, where where did you escape from? They're like, hey, can I help you? And I, I explain. Nate just kind of says, need to help? Nate goes like, no. But <laughs> yeah, I. No, I did. Like, like are you, can you find everything okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just, I'm just like, looking around. I couldn't begin to explain this to you easily enough, so I'm just going to do this myself. Well, I have no problem talking to strangers. I also so don't I like it. talking to people, so. I go, so uh, this is going to sound weird. I need a beer that has something to do with vegetables or bunnies. And then they're like, <laughs> uh. And sometimes they're like, yeah, most of the time, if you go to like a cool beer store, like a hip place where they sell a lot of craft beer, they're like, actually, I got this beer over here with cilantro. Does that work? I'm like, yes, thank you. But very rarely, sometimes I'm like, uh, that's, I don't, why? <laughs> but either way, as they're like you talking about beer to bunnies, they kind of look at me and I'm like, great. And do you also have something that has to do with like uh, clowns or sewers? And then they're like, uh, <laughs> so then <laughs> I ask these things. And so then I was like, oh, this guy has to get out of here. I explained. I was like, I'm in a, and then, so I usually like ease in because like saying I have a podcast is like saying, come see my band. <laughs> you know, it's like, no one wants to do that. So I was like, yes, uh, well, all right. So here's the deal. I'm in a book club and that's our thing. Like we find beers that have to do with the book and that's what this book's about. I'm like, oh, that's usually, usually they're like, that's kind of cool. And then by like the 17th weird request, I say like, do you have anything that's like about a blue ox or a hammer? And then they're like, uh, yeah, it's, like, it's also a podcast. I'm like, that explains the rest of the mystery. <laughs> So I went into the store and I was like, do you have anything that has a prince or small planets or is French? <laughs> <laughs> or is French. I was like, that's close. I mean, I've, I've loved like things I aspire to find. Like sometimes I'm reading a book I'm like, oh, I remember having a beer once called this. 
that would have been perfect for this if only I had saved it for you know, seven years. So, but I had nothing in mind for Little Prince. Little Prince was probably the hardest one for me to find beers for. It was yeah. really hard. It was in, hard, way harder than average. But I was like, you got anything French? She's like, this is from France. I was like, that's going to work. <laughs> I'll take it. I had actually looked at the bottle before she accosted me, and I was like, Grandma's Purple Nipple, what could this work for? <laughs> it's like, maybe if we ever do, like, I don't know what Fifty Shades Grey The Shining. Fifty Shades of Grey 2 is about. <laughs> <laughs> totally do The Shining. There's no, that's in the movie, not in the book. It's not in the book? I don't think so. I mean, I read the book years ago. I don't, oh, I don't know. Oh, then that's all I've got. It's a barrel-aged sour beer brewed with lavender and raspberries. It smells intense. It smells like potpourri. Yeah. It, it, smells, it smells like lavender soap. Have you ever been into a spa? Like, nope. Not like a rub and tug one. Well, this smells like, if you ever go into like a nicer spa, they have crazy like aromatic shit all over the place. <laughs> and this is what that smell reminds me because my wife every once in a while makes me go. <laughs> and I'm happy Jimmy to Jimmy just took a sip. My wife oh, is God. like, hey, can, I want to get a massage. I'm like, please don't make me do it. Because it's not like when we were dating and there'd be sex at the end of it. There's just you then go to sleep. And my hands are covered in lotion. Like, go to sleep. And I'll pay for one. <laughs> so every once in a while she goes, she's like, I don't want to go by myself. You have to come too. I'm like, I'll, I'll get a massage. And I've done it a few times. It's kind of cool. I'll drink their cucumber water. And this smell like brings me right back to that, that experience. Uh, this I'm is one of the weirdest it, yeah. fucking things I've ever had in my life. Sip it. Oh my god, have you had it? I sipped it. Yes. It's like half soap. It tastes like I'm eating something from fucking uh, Bath and Body Works. That's what I'm going for with my spa stories. Yeah. It's it's not good. Ooh, I really don't like this. It was like oh, one wow. of my least favorite beers we've ever had. I think it, the, the the taste of it during it is almost okay, but then immediately upon finishing it, it it tastes like uh, oh. it tastes like the purple powder in Fun Dip. So it's like grandma's nipples. It tastes like that. No, those It's great. fun for while you're there, and then when you're done, bad taste in your mouth. Feels wrong. Dried milk. Oh. The woman at the store, she was like, it has a few very, she like was talking it up. I was like, I'm already buying it because it's French. But she was like, oh, it's really great. It has like jasmine and rose hips or whatever the fuck She is lied it. to you. And she's like, it's really great. Like very feminine. I was like, I don't, I don't care. I'm just buying this now. <laughs> she, was, uh, she was actually super helpful and cool. But I was like, I, you, in my head, I was like, you could tell me that this is made with tiger puppies, like <laughs> cubs or whatever. What the fuck is a tiger puppy? That'd be amazing. If it was made with it, I'd be, I might actually be more interested. But like you could say it's made with anything. And I'm like, I'm still getting it because it's from France. Like you don't understand now. That's my, all I was looking for. This is the for. first French beer I've ever had in my life. I've had a couple. They're usually what, pretty crap. What are they? I've, I, a, I can't even re- think of another one. There's a French style of beer. Beer de garde or something like that. Is I think French. Does it taste like this? No. It's like not. shitty <laughs> lager. But there's also, I mean... Well, they're a wine Technicality, country. They speak French and Belgium. And well, there's Belgium Belgian beers. beers, yeah, but like beers from France is not really a thing. There are not. It's not a big thing. There are some French craft brewers though, who are like, well, this one, is, like these wine these shit. You know, like they just like don't want to drink that. Yeah, this is fucking weird. It's one of the more bizarre things I've ever had. But what is in it again? Lavender oh. and raspberries. I definitely taste the fucking lavender, which That's is not a it? sentence I've ever had to say. Unless you lavender and raspberries. It's, it's an aged barrel aged sour beer brewed with lavender and raspberries. I feel like I um you ever like go to like an old lady's house and not like your grandma's and there's a bowl of decorative soaps. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay, you know what I'm talking about like seashells or something. Yeah. I feel like someone poured a beer into that and then that was that's this now. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It was. It's not like the, the 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 toxic flavor of soap, but like that fake purple flavor of yeah. soap. It's very perfumey. It's super weird and uncomfortable. And I don't want to have it again. It's almost as uncomfortable as a grown man in the desert talking to a little boy for a week. Just that happens all the time. Speaking of which, so at this point, <laughs> the boy finds the man in the desert 
and starts talking with his fox and starts just talking to him. And then, you know, we get into it. So the boy, the, so the man has no water because he's, he's been there trying to fix his uh, broken airplane for like a week. And there's no water and he's about to die of thirst. And then the boy says, you must look with your heart or fucking something like that. I don't know. They just go and they just walk around and stop fixing your airplane because that might save you. No, you <laughs> need to just go. Well, he definitely needs the water. Walk around and use your heart and you'll find some water. And then they do. And then, you know, because, like, that's what happens in this for the little prince. It's dumb. And the water was so beautiful. Because the man used his own hands to pull the bucket up on the rope. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's how I feel about water. When I turned the faucet on, I was like, I did this. (laughs) I made this happen. (laughs) This is the best water ever. (laughs) It's great because I can do it anywhere. (laughs) When I opened the Poland spring bottle, like... That was my creation. He finds, they find the water, and then they're like, this water is good. And then I think the snake comes in? Is that the next He finds the snake right away, but he comes back to the snake. Yeah, and the next part, the prince goes back to the snake, and the snake bites him. But he's like, oh, hey, do you want me to bite you? The kid wants to go back home. And the snake says, I can send you back home. Just let me know. I was like, oh, all right. You know, is it going to hurt? He's like, no, maybe. It'll be fine really quick. Who asks that question second? Who is like, hey, can you do me a solid? Like, yeah. Is it going to hurt? Who the fuck ever asks that? He just wants to, he wants to be preparing himself. But like, He's that got, might it's the be, only way home. That might be question like 411 of thing, like, hey, maybe the second question would be, how? Right? He's, well, I think, I think he already knows how by the time he's asking the snake to do it because the snake offers before. He knows what's up. He's, he's like, like uh, I'm not, not going to do that yet. I'll bite you and send you home. And the little stupid prince doesn't understand what that means. I'm sorry. I just think that's stupid. Who doesn't, who doesn't go like, wait a minute. How does that work? And then instead they go, will it hurt? I mean, maybe that's a child question. I don't know. It's a fair question. You know, it's just, not if you're asking the snake to kill you, you're like, hey, is this going to suck? It's going to happen either way, but I want to know, is this, is this going to not be good? And he's like, uh, yeah, you're cool, man. So he's going to go to Kolob. He's going to go back to it? He's going to go back to Kolob. Yeah. To see his rose. Bad bitch. Yep. And with his new sheep, his sheep, he's got to leave. He's got to keep it tied up so it doesn't uh, eat his flower. Can eat all the baobabs. Baobabs. <laughs> One more beer for this, for the snake. The snake. This beer is called Built for This because snakes send people to Kolob. <laughs> That's the only thing they do, and they eat fucking elephants. We had this for something. We had this with Scarlet Letter, I think. Built for this? Yeah. New England or Northeast IPA. That's what it is. Oh, uh, okay. Northeast India Pale Ale. Yeah. It is yummy. It's kind of on the lighter end, but on a hot mm-hmm. day like yeah. this, quite good. It's quite nice. Light but nice. Yeah. By the time this gets released, it could be fucking it's cold as shit out. So it's knows? like almost like a, a lemonade, but kind of that. There's a citrusy kind of quality yeah, to it. like a shandy. Mm. Mm. This is, by the way, by the Bronx Brewery. In the fourth best borough. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Four out of five, yeah. Four out of four. That's <laughs> <laughs> how so that meatloaf song goes. Four out of five ain't bad. He wasn't good at fractions. That's why his portion control was, out of, was really bad. <laughs> he, was he, ate four out of, he ate four out of five meatloafs. <laughs> <laughs> like a fat and they had the fifth (laughs) oh all right so yeah this is fine new this is not the best example of a new england ipa this if you had if this can said pale ale or america pale ale or session ipa or even just kind of like yeah session ipa or regular ipa i'd go oh yeah but it's got that the haziness thing that the new england ones do that's about all it has it doesn't have maybe it's maybe it's different because it's a northeast and not a new england oh because that's not the same region (laughs) well you never know maybe it's northeast india i think northeast might include like New York. It's yeah. also going to include the top part, the rest of New York besides the city. <laughs> okay, sure. But I mean, New York is not part of New England. Sure, I am aware of that. 
But so it's a northeast. It's our version of this. I'm making all this up, but it could be true. <laughs> it's made with real bum, just like in New York. So anyway, the little prince gets bitten and goes back to his planet. Because, you know, that sentence made sense. <laughs> <laughs> and then, last part, it's six years later, and the man is trying to basically saying, I'm, now I'm here writing the story, because I got out of there and I was fine. And now I'm really, really sad. And I, whenever I look at the sky, it's the saddest thing in the world, because all I think about is that little star with that little prince, and I miss him. The end. Yeah, it's very weird. Okay, guys, so we went through the story. What the fuck is this book about? I have no idea. I mean, I have an idea, but I thought it was the worst way of but saying that idea But it seems stupid, so you wonder if you missed something. I don't think it just seems stupid, Nate. I think it is stupid. All right, well, so <laughs> as I already said earlier, it's something about, here's, it's something about how kids, I don't know, fuck it, you know. I don't know. It's like you, you, I, lo- said you it, lose, I said it better before. You lose your sense of wonder, imagination. wonder and imagination, and people just become resigned to doing shit just because that's what they think they're supposed to do. And whether or not it's meaningful or useful or fulfilling at all, they're just like, oh, this is what I do now, forever. This is it. This was back in the day people had one job forever. Also, that's different now. Or your job is to be a tippler forever. Yes. Are they hiring? (laughs) Uh, They are. They don't pay, but it's fine. (laughs) You could also do it on your own time. Yeah, I think they'll let you. Tipple as a hobby. (laughs) Just a light tippling. Light uh, I have a beer for this. This is the last beer of the episode. Um, this is from Single Cut, which is also in New York City, is it? It's or an Astoria. They, it's an Astoria, right? Yeah. It's called This Creeping Malaise IPA, which I got because that seems to be what all the grown-ups feel in the book, whether they realize it or not. It's this like feeling of... Or, like, or maybe it's your phrase it this way. That's what the little prince is warning us about, yeah. is that feeling of like, eh, everything's kind of just meh and shitty, but I have to do it because I do it. And he's trying to warn people, like, don't do that, man. Don't live like that. Go live on a little planet with a rose or whatever the fuck he wants you to do instead. Draw crappy pictures of sheep. Ooh, that smells quite hoppy. This is pretty nice. It's pretty nice. I dig it. It's not super bitter. No, it's not it's as hoppy, but it's not bitter. Yeah, it's a nice smell. Mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of hop that is, but it smells great. It's a good beer. This creeping malaise. What a weird name for a fucking beer. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I want to drink something called that normally. It's like, so let me get like a slow-growing tumor. <laughs> Impending, can I have an impending death? One of those, please. Lowering T-cell count. (laughs) (laughs) Now, do you guys have the finding out it's not my baby stout? (laughs) That's a celebration stout. (laughs) (laughs) By the Mori Brewing Company. Mori? Mori. Mori. Does all the baby testing. I get it. I got it. (laughs) I got it. It took me a second. Only had 17,000 beers. Um, So, yeah, I agree with you, Nate, 100%. I think that's what the book is about. It's like... Don't be a grown-up if you could help it, is essentially what they're saying. Or, like, be mm-hmm. as little of a grown-up as you can and don't lose don't get bogged your inner down. child. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a completely impractical mes- message because, you know, realistically, we need people to have jobs and you need to have one. But I think, you know, in the sense of that it's a kid's book or, you know, a young, a, not a young adult book, but, like, not a six-year-old, maybe a 12-year-old. It's, you know, it's, it's idealistic. It's completely idealistic and unrealistic, but it's... It's not a bad message. It's like, you know, don't Stay do bullshit. young at heart. Yeah. See, Try and have some fun out there. I don't think that's a message for children. I think that's a message for grown-ups. Children, well, they don't, probably... children just want to grow up, and they're not going to listen when someone's like, no, no, this is actually... I mean, how many adults... Most people, that, sucks. Most how people many that bought this book are adults. But how many fucking times were you told 
in like high school, like these are the best years of your life. You're like, man, I'm a virgin who lives at home. My parents and has no money. These are the best. I've heard that. <laughs> it's it's downhill I from here. I disagree entirely. College, sure. High school, no. It's among the worst. It depends on what kind of college you go to, by the uh, way. The only thing worse than high school is middle school. Yeah. Yeah. When they say these are the best years of your life, like you are fucking lying. Well, it's, the thing is, they don't seem great till later on. You're like, wait a second. All I had to do... I didn't have to pay rent or make all my own food? Yeah, Fuck. I did nothing. I had no responsibilities except to do I some math it's, homework. It's, it's good in that sense, but in other senses, it's the most awkward you'll ever be, and so will everyone else you know. Totally. But you <laughs> might, if you're smart, get to do some quality finger banging. That's not a smart... Oh, <laughs> uh, well, actually, if you're stupid, you get to do more finger banging. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you get to do almost as much finger banging as you want if you're the stupider you get. It's true. But there's like there's like a, a drop off at a certain amount of stupid. There's zero finger banging. That's true. There's a there's a there's a point at which you become too stupid to finger bang. Yeah, it's like that 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 chart about like art, uh, robots. That's it's the uncanny valley of yeah, finger exactly. banging. <laughs> <laughs> it's like real good, real good. No. <laughs> uh, and I look back on high school and I think like there was a lot of fun stuff, but it's also just because you filter out most of the experience. All you're left with is you only remember the, cool the good stuff. stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, that was fun. That was a fun thing we did. That was a fun thing. That's we true did. of all nostalgic shit. I would also <clears throat> like to add that you forget how dumb you were. Oh God, because we were so stupid. if you could, I mean, even no, though you totally. do kind of have a sense, if you could go back and inhabit your mind, if you could go back now and inhabit your mind oh, as so a high school, you would be you would be I'd shocked be at how so embarrassed, uh, so embarrassed, how slow and stupid, and how you like didn't get anything. When I saw when I see be. kids like now, like high school kids, I'm like. Holy shit. Was I that fucking worthless? I definitely was. <laughs> Look at these motherfuckers. They're dumb as shit. Everything they say is stupid. And no yet one will what, ever care what they have to think. Yet they think they're so cool. I mean, I didn't, think, I didn't think I was cool because we went to nerd high school. I, I knew that we were okay, not cool kids. We weren't dumb, but I didn't think I was cool. I never thought we were cool. I just thought we were better than the majority of the people around us. Which I still think as a grown-up, because I'm a smug prick. <laughs> but I think uh, most people are assholes. Surveys and... say that almost everyone thinks they're both smarter and more moral than the average person. I don't think I'm more moral than other people necessarily, but definitely smarter than the average person. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that on a I mean, objectively, you're, you are smarter than the average person. I'll, I'll, that's all I need. Yeah. I don't actually say I'm the smartest person. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm a genius, but I think that all of us are smarter than the average person. Because what? The average reading level is below your own grade. or most people, A lot of people don't even graduate high school. Mm-hmm. Like the average human is very dumb. Sadly. Totally. So I could feel content in my smugness. Everything's relative. That's true. If you can name all 26 letters, you're smarter. <laughs> I even know the lowercase ones. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't even think about those. <laughs> I, I think um, for this book... The message is not going to be effective on children. No. And adults who could be receptive to the message are going to be insulted by the simplicity and stupidness of the book. Stupidity. Uh, I don't think they'd be insulted. I think if, I think if they were dumb, maybe, like, they'd like, take it offensively, like, what, I've got to do this thing. But there's also going to be a bunch of hippies who think, this is so perfect. Yeah, man, we just go on our little planet. It's our own journey around the sun. Yeah. I totally hear that, and maybe that's true. Maybe I'm just not the right person to read this book. I mean, I, I did like this book. I know you guys didn't really. Nope. No. But I, I did like it. I do admit that it is simplistic and maybe overly childish, and it's completely impractical. But I think that's okay. In terms of the message, like, hey, still be kind of into weird shit and asking goofy questions. Like, don't be afraid to cut loose, man. 
I, I totally in, think that's important. Maybe because I do the majority of my, my life is spent doing that and not being serious, I don't feel like I need to be told this lesson. I don't know. Some people, like, everyone's experience is different, of course. Yeah. But this also book is a bit dated. You know, things were it's different from, in yeah, 1942. 40s, so it was, it was definitely different then. Right? Like, you just you noticed, as Nate pointed out earlier, that there's no female characters. There's just men who just work. I don't know. What do you think, Nate? I definitely did not like the book, which is weird. Because even though I technically read it back in high school, I also did not understand it. Yeah, I mean, when we read it in French, we were more focused on, like, translating it. Trying to figure out what the words are. And now that I'm an adult and I've read a lot more books and I'm more focused on, what is the meaning of this book? Yeah, I thought it was dumb. I really didn't like it. Maybe we were wrong. So who the fuck is this book for? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's for people like The Alchemist. I really do. I think it's the same level of stupid. I think, I, I mean, I'm just biased because I like the book. I never read The Alchemist, but I know that if I read it, I would hate it. But it's di- I think it's different. It's not about, like, the power of positive thinking or, like... It's the same level, though, of, like, here, let me shove this into your fucking face. Well, it doesn't Simplicity. promise that if you just be childlike, you're going to achieve all your wildest dreams. It's just like, man, well, ease up a little. But you, but you won't be unhappy and so focused on work like all the grown-ups were. Right, you'll be yeah, you'll but be it's, a little it's, it's it's different. Well, I mean, it's, it's it's different. You know, those people like what the fucking alchemists, they go on these quests and they do their thing and blah blah blah. But this is just like, man, don't let shit get you down. Don't don't just settle for doing bullshit because you're supposed to. I guess I don't know. It's a little I, more lighthearted and definitely less like yoga mystical than the alchemist. <laughs> you know, like white people mysticism. Like uh, Dalsam from Street Fighter? Except The Alchemist wasn't white people mysticism. I mean, it was all about Jesus. That's what The Alchemist was about. And he was, oh, yeah, that he was an Arab. So who should read the book? Should anybody read this fucking book? Because it seems like everybody already has. I mean, it's only going to take you 20 minutes. It's a solid an hour, hour and a half an of hour. reading hour, two hours maybe. I was, I was surprised. Like, oh, there's actually some like, long Not that section. far, but um, it's, it's, it's quick. <clears throat> no, you, you don't know when it has It's a to little bit book. quicker. I mean, it's a little bit longer than you, than you think it would be. Yeah. For such a... Definitely. Because you have Wait, to reread thing. certain sentences. Like, Wait the fuck. He, he, has a pl- he went to the planet of the lamplighter, and you read certain things. You're like, what, is this, what does this mean? What word did I miss just now? I reread certain pa- parts over again. It's like, I, I, this doesn't make a whole lot of sense right now. And then it was, oh, no, no, that, I got it right. It's just stupid. Oh, yeah. One thing you should definitely not do is see the 1975 movie. I didn't even know there it was a movie. It is so bad. It's got like a dance number by Bob Fosse in it. <laughs> that's all I remember that's, watching it in high school after weird. we read the book. It is so bad and so stupid. I'm going to tell you right, as soon as I get a chance, I'm going to watch it. When, when does the dance number take place? Is that on a planet? It's on or? one of the planets, yeah, I think. It's, that's out in the desert. Do they change the, the planets? Planet? Because I can't think of any planets that... Okay, I may be misremembering this. In fact, there's a high likelihood. I think Bob Fosse plays the snake, but he's a guy in a white suit doing Bob Fosse dancing moves. Are they trying to like... It's that stupid. The, the Satan reference or something? I don't know. I honestly could not tell you, but I remember seeing this. That, that sounds terrible. In high school, yeah. That sounds really terrible. I know they made like a Netflix cartoon version of this, but I never watched it. I didn't watch it either. No, I didn't. I was not aware of any adaptation of it. I, I never even thought I'll, of it. I'll, I'll there is it. a you know semi. Like. There's like a like 2014, 2015, yeah. kind of like a little cartoony version. Yeah, that was the Netflix one. That's the one, yeah. It probably sucks. I mean, I don't know. I honestly don't. I don't know if they like just made a cartoon of this book or do they like change it a lot, like whatever the fuck the Bob Fosse one is. I don't know. I don't know. I don't intend to find out, frankly. I, the message I had already kind of internalized before I read the book 
you know, don't be just a boring grown-up. That sounds like the thing baby boomers have been saying for 45 years. So, But then they want us to be boring grown-ups. Well, just so we could pay for their fucking health care, those old bastards. Yeah. <laughs> and their social security. But they're also like, hey, man, you go be free and do what you have to do. I worked a summer job and went to college on it. Stop complaining. Yeah. It's easy. Well, that's what they say now, but when they were hippies in 1969 and, you know, grossly oversimplifying the social dynamics of the 60s. But yeah. <laughs> they were like, no, no, just, you know, don't listen to what grown up. Don't trust grown ups. Don't trust anyone over don't 25 to the man. or whatever 30. it is. 30, was it? Don't listen. Don't trust the man. Young people know what it's at. Until we're old, then young people don't know where then it's at. Then we know where it's at because we knew then and we continue to know where it's at, so therefore you should listen to us. Yes. So maybe because I kind of knew this, and like, hey, don't just be a boring grown up all the time. Have fun sometimes. Um, Start a book me. club. Yeah. Ha uh-huh. ha. Drink a lot. Uh huh. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> or do both at the same time. Brilliant. You do you. All right. Tell us what you thought. Send us an email to drunkguysbookclub at gmail.com. Follow us on uh, Twitter at drunkguysbc, as in book club. Or go to Facebook and Instagram at drunkguysbookclub. Thanks for listening. Au revoir.